0: Bayern Munich in the Red Strip have never lost a European home leg
1: here
2: to a non-German team.
3: Welcome to the Football Kit Podcast. This is episode 20, or Zwanzig, if you will. I'm Dennis from Museum of Jerseys.
1: I'm oh, Gav, also known as The Kit Geek. And I'm Les
0: of Hull City Kits.
3: Joining us this episode to increase our knowledge of one club in particular is Raymond Zimmert, author of the book A la Bayern Tricos, which catalogues the kit history of Bayern Munich, 33 times champions of Germany, six times winners of the European Cup or Champions League. Welcome, Raymond.
2: Welcome. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you.
3: We're delighted to have you. So,
1: how long have you followed the and Raymond?
2: My whole life, uh, since 1973 or four. My my grandparents was uh, the Red Ones. the Was fans of the Red Ones. My parents was fans of the Red Ones. They were never the question. Never.
1: <laughs> Family tradition then.
2: Yeah, family tradition. We love that club.
0: <laughs> so, your book was released in time for Christmas, two thousand and twenty-one. But I wondered, when did you first get the idea, and and how long did it take you to work on it?
2: The idea was uh, more coincidence, you know. I'm drawing my way and do the some of the of the graphics into the internet, and. Then comes a call from Bayern Munich. Are you the guy with the shirts? And I thought, oh shit! <laughs> 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 yes, yes. Can we have it for the museum? <laughs> and this was uh, editor came to me and say, let's make a book. And I'm drawing since 30 years. Okay. I have really all, really all. There are very, 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 very less. I'm sure I not have.
0: <laughs> so, the, uh-huh. do you do any other work for the the Bayern Museum as well as the the illustrations?
2: Yes, in um, every year I um, update the uh, wall in the museum every year, and I um, count to very, very, very less people who may go to the in a circle of the, um, you know, of the archives.
0: <laughs>
2: Excellent. With gloves, you, you do, don't, you don't have to touch some things without gloves.
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a little bit extra work every year because, because the last few years Bayern have uh, an Oktoberfest kit and they had an Olympia stadion kit. So it's a little bit extra work for you each year. It, it was probably three kits. Now it's five or six.
2: Yeah, the, the Olympia Stadium shirt, yes, was a nice idea. Okay, the colors, yeah, the gray. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the
2: colors <laughs> was from the from the uh, 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 mascot, uh, you know, mascotchen Waldi. Yeah. The colors of Waldi, the, the the dog, the the Munich dog was Waldi, and these colors are on the shirt.
3: <laughs> okay, interesting. I didn't actually realize that. Um and and yeah. it's funny you mentioned the colors because Bayern obviously are like you say the reds, but you know we'd say if you talk about Milan, red black stripes. Arsenal, red shirt, white sleeves. You know Ajax, white with a red stripe down the middle. But there's no real set design for Bayern. It, it, they've had a lot of of different different styles. Yeah. What would your favorite Bayern style be?
2: My personal favorite Bayern style are the white ones, because in the history, white, the color white is very, very more historical as red. You know, red uh, comes uh, working together adidas and in former times, the home shirt always be white and the away shirt, the red.
3: So you're happy with the new home shirt for next season? Indeed, 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 absolutely. And
2: uh, it's the a remake of the Vienna model, you know, from the 1930s.
3: Okay. The first
2: championship of Bayern was in 1932, and they were this Vienna style. Yeah. Vienna, green and red, and the Bayern, uh, white and red.
3: Yeah, and what would you say is your favorite? Bayern Home shirt. Favorite Bayern Home shirt?
2: I liked the, the actual new home shirt. I like the new home shirt uh, very well.
3: Okay. Very so well. It's straight uh, in at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you mentioned about the red sort of being an introduction of Adidas. Would you prefer the, the deeper, more maroon red to be used more often or are you, are you happy with the bright red?
2: I'm happy with the, with the bright red and, and uh, Adidas in history, Adidas supplies since 1973. The Germans uh, have a, a game in um, France and the France uh, wear Adidas and very sparkling blue bits. And as the Bayern players arrive at home after the national game, she said to chairman, Hey, boss, we want to have such sparkling, such sparkling red trickles. <laughs> mm. Three days after the first uh, box from Herzog Auto Adidas arrived at Bayern. <laughs> and since this
1: time, Bayern is red. Former times, Bayern was more white. Okay. How about the away on third or even the cup kits? Which of those are your favorites and your highlights? This one from <laughs>
2: 2000, 2001. <laughs> with the old, with the old ah. uh, uh, multiple winner badge <laughs> and the old Champions League badge. This one is my favorite capture. <laughs> and it's a remake from 1974.
3: Okay. For the listeners, Ryman is wearing the 2000 to 2002 Bayern Champions League shirt that they wore when they won in 2001. Classic red with the uh, white crew neck.
0: One of our listeners asked a question about the shirt that you're wearing, Ryman, and uh, Louis Ostrowski. He said he was talking about the Derby game of 2003 when Bayern wore that shirt in the league. He wondered how that came about
2: in Bundesliga. Against 1860, yeah, against yes. 1860, yeah, 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 no, don't really know uh, what the in the mines <laughs> they have uh, they have a red shirt uh, too. I don't know uh,
0: because they wore navy blue that game, didn't they? And perhaps I, uh, the the maroon was was too similar. But I wonder why they chose that shirt as the alternative. Uh, don't know.
2: Yeah, no, it, don't.
0: it's...
3: It's unusual because it had been replaced as the European kit yeah, yeah. by that season. There was a there was a new European kit, and they they called yeah. on the older one. And and that shirt was also worn unusually in the World Club Cup final, with just the Opel logo and no word. Only this one. Only yeah, yeah, this one. yeah. I think the only time ever that has happened.
2: Uh, this is a uh, ritual from UEFA.
3: Okay. In
2: this time, you have not both.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: we've we've talked about some of the kits you've liked and that are your favourites. Are there any kits that have disappointed you? If I, if I say a, a disappointing kit, what's the first one you think
2: of? Yeah, the the golden one from two thousand three, the uh, the away kit from two thousand three. Gold is it's not really a good colour.
3: This was (laughs) horrorful. The link with Adidas, Raymond, it goes back, like you say, to the 1970s when when Adidas began to make kits, having just made footwear up until then. They've had a lot of experimentation, but because the link is so strong and it has lasted so long and it will presumably last even longer, it, it must feel a lot closer than... other clubs links with adidas it is like a member of the family almost
2: i think it's really familiar look the chairman of bayern is former president of adidas it's a very very good link yeah and and i can't can't imagine imagine any other
1: (laughs) supplier So if you could imagine another supplier, (laughs) who
2: would it be? I can imagine.
1: (laughs) 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 Couldn't see them wearing Puma then.
2: If I have to to say another supplier, maybe Nike or (laughs) so. But Adidas is is, is good. I wear it myself at all times. I I like Adidas.
3: It's special when it's a Bavarian company. And a Bavarian yeah. club.
2: Yes, yes, yes. I've
3: often I've often wondered what a Bayern kit sponsored by BMW would look like, just to have the extra bit of Bavarian on it.
2: BMW is a Munich concern too. Um, they sponsor now uh, the basketball team.
0: In 2018, Bayern listened to fan protests and said blue would no longer be part of the kit despite the club crest the blue and white lozenges are from the flag of bavaria how big were these protests There must have been big f- enough for the club to take notice yes. so what did those protests look like
2: yes it was very big on champions celebrations on champion celebrations the fans uh, whistles and Sammy Kufu, you know, Sammy Kufo is singing uh, "Red White tricots. We want to have red white tricots <laughs> on, uh-huh. the, on the on the ceremony, you know. But there was uh, huge uh, uh, riots uh, uh, against blue. I, as historical, have no no problem with the with the color blue. No, because the first kit was blue. The first tricot kit of Bayern in 1900 was blue. Mm. The first game was Bayern versus uh, 1860. Bayern, blue, 1860, red, but 3-0 Bayern. (laughs) (laughs) And we have the blue. We have the blue elements in our crest. For me, it's not the problem, blue. 1860, are they alive? (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. May they live in peace, but it's not our league.
0: One of our listeners, Jim Harrison, he asks, is there any other colours that would be acceptable to fans as a trim colour? Just to give the designers a bit of flexibility. Could you imagine any other colours being used as like a third colour on a kit, for example?
1: Mm,
2: I don't like this and I could imagine this. Uh, um, I think uh, it will always be the three colours. yeah, you know, um, uh, the new uh, third uh, is maybe purple. Oh. Yeah, uh, I think I don't like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Does it have any significance, the
2: purple? No. Oh. Okay. Just, just uh, try, just try. Uh, uh, but I think I will not like this.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but... The, there's no, the, the ban on blue is only for the home shirt, isn't it? It can still appear on an away shirt or a, a third shirt. Yeah,
2: yeah. Home shirt, no. Yeah. This is not, uh, not possible on the home shirt. On the away, even so, not possible. But the third, I think, uh, blue is coming. Okay. Yes.
3: It, it does seem a little bit too extreme. but
2: Yeah, yeah. for home shirt, yes. Hello, uh,
3: possibly
0: <laughs> <laughs> because there was that beautiful, beautiful all white kit from the nineteen ninety six UEFA Cup final, all white with the the red and blue stripes. So that would still be a possibility if they may re-relaunch that look again. Yeah, sure, sure.
2: Okay. This is an element. This comes uh, time to time. Uh, these elements are coming. It's a, it's a historical shirt from 1973. I think uh, this will come again anytime
3: And they've even had it with with, with black shirts have day with with that with with that striping as well.
2: Right. Yes. Yes. In 2003, of or of or four or five or so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. In the UEFA Cup, the UEFA Cup shirt from 2004
1: or so. Yeah.
3: Yeah kind of a yeah. Olympic Leon, kind of um right look. yes yes yeah.
1: so another thing famous from the uh, munich area is oktoberfest and mm. by munich have had many oktoberfest kits in the past when did that start when did that become something that the the club embraced and took forward first
2: time in the 2008-9 so one of the most the first one reason kit it was funny but i don't like this stuff very well it's it's for me it's uh, not so not so
3: is it a bit too kind of novelty in your view
2: yeah it's it's for me a, a little bit too it's like a joke it,
0: i've seen Bayern fans at games where lederhosen with replica shirts so you almost oh. don't need an octoberfest shirt if If people will wear your traditional dress with replicas anywhere.
2: Yeah, but uh, the the lederhosen and so on uh, isn't the thing for me... (laughs) <laughs> for the football place, you know it, it's a thing uh, if i uh, as bavarian as bavarian people i, I, I throw it on and uh, go to the celebration uh, and anything and and, and marriage and, and and so on Um the oktoberfest isn't uh, isn't the temporary ballermann ballermann mallorca you know uh, i don't like this very well Yeah, Only, you,
1: you know so it sounds like the club are trying to sell the area as well, and maybe it's more for the international market rather than for the local fans.
2: All right, this is the point. This is the point. Uh, it's it's uh, try to make more money.
0: I wonder if it's in response to the popularity of the carnival kits at Cologne and Mainz.
2: It's It's horrifying. It's horrifying. Uh, <laughs>
3: don't like this stuff. Very <laughs> <laughs> Although so I did actually like last season's one, the the dark red with the gold. It, uh, it was a bit similar kind of to Arsenal's, Arsenal's last one at Highbury. It was a, a ni- nice kit, but it might have been better as a, a Champions League kit or something.
0: So speaking of Kelm, so back in 2001, there was the game... Where they wore the bibs, the training shirts on top of the of the shirts. Now, legend has it that Uli Honus cut off the sleeves, but they look like bibs to me that never had sleeves. Is he is he really that good with scissors? Do you believe that Uli Hornes did this cutting, or or were they just sleeveless bibs to begin with?
2: Um, I, I no, it, it's true. It's true. But uh, it was a little bit different. Uh, the, the the shirt, the shirt, kid man, the kid man, you know, yeah. have lost, lost the, the shirts at home. The away shirts at home. And, and Köln uh, home place, in this time, red. Bayern arrive with the red shirts, And what and, uh, was not uh, blue uh, was andrazit. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, it was too, too 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 much for the for the referee. You know, the referee says no, we can play. Uh, you both red shirts uh, doesn't work. So they uh, hectic Uli uh, say okay, uh, take the the training shirts, cut up cut the, the 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 sleeves, and say, pull the training shirts and was under white and then was okay.
3: And and of course, in the in the nineteen eighties, when Bayern couldn't win at Kaiserslautern, they came up yeah. with the Bra- Brazil kit, and it 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 broke the broke the bad run. Is is that something you'd like to see come back? Is it is it would it be popular with the Bayern fans?
2: No, it's or not possible. The uh, Dortmund uh, factor similar to Dortmund, but in this time in the nineteen eighties, Dortmund was a was a candidate of uh, Division Two.
3: Okay. Uh, Yeah,
2: Yeah, yeah. nobody was interested in Dortmund. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And uh, in this time, we we found it very funny. It was an idea from Uli Hoeneß too. Um, Paul Breitner says, uh, we don't have to go to Lautern. Um, uh, Let's send the the points with with the post, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and Hol uh, called uh, Adidas and Adidas. Yeah, we have and the 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 the, buy the shirts in in Brazil.
3: Okay. And the
2: German markets uh, are no This 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 kids. This was only um, like parrots. You know, it's not a Europe, European market. They, uh, they call in Brazil and order these uh, tricos. And what's a funny idea? What's a funny idea? <laughs> and uh, loud then had here that Bayern plays in the yellow shirts and plays at home in green.
3: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> green versus yellow. Kaiserslautern geht by green, yellow. <laughs> but Bayern wins the game 1 two, 0.
1: It helps having that close link to Adidas to make that phone call and be able to pull the kit straight uh, straight away. I I wonder if they would have been doing the same for a, another club other than Bayern. In this times, this
2: was uh, was no design tricot. Uh, you 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 can buy the the, the trickles in every shop or. The design okay. records are since 1991 or two or so. The design uh, designs records. Former times, uh, you can buy it anywhere.
0: Yeah, we'd call that team wear, I guess.
2: Yeah. yeah. Make a crest on it and good. <laughs>
3: <Okay>. Any <cards? laughs> Do you think after this season, let's say, let's say Bayern won the Champions League in the, in the white shirt, that... We see white shirts become more regular again, or do you think it's just one season and we mightn't see it again for fifteen or twenty years?
2: Yeah, I think so. But fifteen, twenty years is, is always so. Uh, yeah,
3: it may, maybe, maybe. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. But isn't it isn't it true that the city of Munich, the colors are yellow and black, and the city of Dortmund, the colors are red?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's
3: right. Yeah. <laughs> A little extra irony.
2: Bayern has the the, the red ones and uh, uh, form of the blue ones uh, caused the, 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 the part of the name Bayern, you know, the, the, the Bavarian yeah. colors are white and blue. <clears throat> this was the, the reason um, um, in 19 for the blue and white uh, uh, shirts. And in 1906, they... Have a fusion with uh, MSC, Munich MSC, and they say, okay, if you are join us, you have to wear red tricots. This was too extremely, and they uh, agree to red uh, trousers. Okay, the red shorts, uh, formally, and so uh, it's slow the Reds. In these times, the
3: red, uh, in
2: this time, so the, red uh, the red trousers, called Bayern the, the, the red trousers.
3: The same as Hamburg. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Raymond. Where, if if any listeners wish to buy the book, where would be the best place to purchase it? The
2: the book, uh, anywhere, anywhere in the Bayern fan shop, in the official Bayern fan shop.
3: Okay. And are you active on social media? Um, No. I don't have really
2: time. Um to That's
3: do it. Understandable. If anyone, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, we will um we'll act as the agents.
2: Thanks. Thanks a lot. Wake up, don't be a flirt. Come on, get your shirt. Get your shirt. Don't try hard to no.
1: Well, since that was a relatively short interview and we're in peak kit release time, I wanted to ask both of you what trends you're noticing and give us two new kits, one that has delighted you and one that has horrified you.
3: Dennis? In terms of trends, I think there's a bit of a battle among some lower league teams to try to create viral kits, if that makes sense. I know we've seen it with non-league teams over the last decade. You know, with with the the hot dog kits and the the vegetable kits and things like that. Obviously, you don't get away with gimmicky stuff like that in the football league or, you know, at in, at higher levels. But I do think we are seeing stuff like the and maybe one of you has chosen as the one you like, the the Boston United Away, which is based on umbros whatever 1989 training wear design you know it's similar to that that scottish um training shirt and there you have teams like that cambridge are similar with, with their away kit you're looking to kind of create a splash and get people talking about it which which isn't a bad thing in and of itself but it does seem to be a kind of a, a more is more kind of a race you know looking at what someone else has done and just trying to 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 be a bit better than that. So I, I'm probably looking at it from the point of view of someone who tries to illustrate that a lot of kit, and I would definitely be more in favour of simpler simpler styles.
0: Certainly think that's true. The lower league clubs really trying to to show off, take advantage of maybe the last kickings of the all over print stuff, whereas I think the the key clubs, the key nations for the bigger brands are actually starting to move away from that. I think we're in the middle of a, a styling swing where the bigger clubs are moving away from all over prints and the the geometric patterns to a more subtle styling. To some that might be boring, to me I'd say that's clean and classic looking, and it's similar to what happened in around 1996. I feel you know you had. About eight years of experimental kits, starting around 1988, when you had the classic Holland shirt. And then that lasted till around 1996, when I think all of a sudden there was a hankering for more retro stuff. And that's when tough shirts became popular. The kits of Euro 96 seemed to be backward looking rather than experimental. And, and it seems that we've, we've hit that point again, that saturation point. I, I blame Barnsley in that horrific kit with the star. I think that's the absolute nadir. And I think they're going to be the death of big print kits.
3: Well, if I can just project one day into the future, um, just to kind of let the listeners know we're recording the 17th of July. I think the new Arsenal away shirt is coming out tomorrow. And, you know, we've seen leaks of it. It's yellow with stupid black wavy lines all over it, apparently representing the journey fans make from all over the world to come to watch Arsenal. And I I think we might look back at that as the one that really was the death knell for, for the excessively designed stuff. But because there's nothing new under the sun, I think it'll probably be like the bruised banana, which was hated at the time. And as... The decades have passed it it has gained a kind of a kitsch trendiness and now it's seen as a classic which it was not when it when it first came out
0: He's suggesting that we buy a load hold them and keep them 30 years and see if eBay's still around then
3: yeah yeah if I had anything resembling a disposable income I'd be all <laughs> over that
1: <laughs> I also wonder if it's something I know it's not fifa anymore was it eafc that game i think yeah. is it jumping on that market where you're looking at a global thing where people will kits in packs if you've got a kit that's memorable that you can use does that open a new fan in inverted commas you know a love of a club via its kit rather than um you know it's like making it stand out from the rest i wonder if that's something clubs
3: are tapping into yeah i i think there's definitely something to that just and now I haven't done any scientific research, but I've noticed a lot more Paris Saint Germain kits around Cork over the past six or seven seasons. Simply because PSG have really kind of looked to grasp the fashion side of it as well as the football side of it.
0: Mm. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be the as as it was in the nineties, where it's the keeper shirts that keep the wacky prints going, and certainly in in recent years. We've seen the training shirts be quite experimental, even if the, the match kits haven't. So there could still be an avenue for the the designs that are sort of pushed the envelope, challenging, as John Devlin calls it. But perhaps now there won't be the match shirts, it'll be the the warm-up
1: stuff. Yeah, I think what we've seen with Arsenal is, a, a you know, we talked about that in um, a couple of pods ago, where actually, you know, some of their pre-match shirts are as good as some shirts that we see on the pitch.
3: Yeah, definitely. The pre-match shirts are something I can very easily ignore.
0: <laughs> well, you don't have to illustrate those, do you?
3: Exactly, yeah. Always thinking about myself. <laughs> so, give us a
1: kit that you like and dislike and Dennis.
3: I'm not going to give you what I think are the best and worst kits, because that's it's hugely subjective and everyone has different views. Everyone's views are as relevant as anyone else's. but. The kit I like and the kit I dislike are kind of for the same reasons, uh, if if that makes sense. One I like is definitely not what I think it is my favourite kit this season because I do prefer the planar stuff. But I do like the Stockport County one by Puma, which has kind of a series of half tone triangles at a. Forty-five degree angle across the shirt in red and navy and and a light blue, along with the kind of the mid blue of the shirt. And it's basically a nineties nod to their Super League design, nineteen ninety three shirt. If you think Kevin France is playing for Stockport, it's the shirt you're thinking of with red kind of zigzags and um, blue blue gradients. But but it's not a complete copy of it. And I, I like that when. A shirt can reference something from the past, but still be fresh and innovative itself. I think a very good example of that is the 2018 Germany Away that they wore at the World Cup, which was, it took the 1990s shirt away shirt as a starting point. And you can kind of see they're related, but they are completely different. And I think that's where modern day designers really get to show off their skill. And you dislike? So the opposite side of the same coin, and I might be strung up for this Southampton home is one I dislike because it is barred the Chevron's going all the way down the sleeve, which they're not allowed anymore because of sleeve patches. It is as close as you'll get to a note for note retread of the 1987 shirt, which itself was A derivative of the Danish dynamite. And fair enough. It was a striking design for its time. Very popular. Still comes up in in best of kit design polls. I think we're in danger of jumping the shark. With the levels of love for it. And you're in danger of getting caught in a time warp. And the ironic thing is. Is that when Coventry joined with Hummel. Again a couple of years ago. They were given a kind of a, a kit that was based on on their version of the Danish dynamite one, but it was a fresh take with with different kind of striping and just something something new to it, whereas the Southampton one is just a bit too nostalgic and kind of backward looking and navel gazing.
0: Are we suspecting that Hummel of Sacked all the designers and replaced them with AI?
3: <laughs>
0: it's like chatgpt has been asked give me denmark eight to six, but not quite and that's the yeah. slight slight derivative of it
3: absolutely yeah. um it's like there's just some little chip missing along the way
0: the irritating thing is i really like the green and white Vedder bremen version which makes me feel hypocritical because i, I want to criticize hummel's over reliance on a 30-year-old template but at the same time there are some versions of it that are beautiful
3: if, if I was doing the the Brown one, I would have just put a splash of art actually.
1: Yeah, I think they peaked with the Euro 2020 all red version. I think that was the best kind of retelling of that shirt. Now I think it is, yeah, a little bit rinse and repeat. What about you, Gav? What's your choice? So for me, I've gone, for the one I like, I've gone for something that's a little bit different in terms of design for the club a completely new look but one that i think works really well but not too much in your face which is the Port Vale home kit from Puma so it's their first Puma kit in a in a new deal it's a mainly white shirt with amber two thick amber bands and one black and it looks like a rugby shirt you know it, you know that's what it looks like but I think the way that they've used it and used the colours well, there's a matching trim in the collars and the cuff. And also you've got repeating hoops in the socks as well. The black shorts have got a little bit of amber, a little bit of white. So the whole kit kind of matches really well. And it really works. And it, it's just something different, which is the things that I like about kit design. When something, there's something new, something different, but it looks it looks portvale you know you see this and you think oh yeah Port Vale colors it works um so i just think it's it's just worked really well as an overall kit something new something fresh something different and stands out and i think we very popular with fans and kit lovers alike
3: yeah absolutely fully agree I might have chosen it only for the fact you called it first. (laughs) But again, it's
0: using colour blocking to impress rather than a wacky pattern, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Can't go wrong with horizontal stripes, in my opinion.
0: And which one's horrified you, Gav?
3: Well, as Dennis mentioned,
1: we're recording on Monday, uh, the 17th of July, and I was initially going to go with West Ham but Brighton's kit release today has saved them. The kit that they released is probably the most boring kit I've seen released this year, especially in the English League. It's just a nothing kit. It's almost Sunday League-esque. It's a poor use of that template. The stripes don't work with that template, I don't think. It's just it very, very weird kind of choice from Nike to use that with stripes. And I think Barcelona have got something similar but with thicker stripes. And I don't particularly like that kit either. But the one thing I don't like about this is it's just there's no yellow in it. And I think the yellow in the Brighton kits over the last couple of years have given it something different and something that stood out amongst other kind of stripe teams. And it only has to be a subtle use of yellow. I think the Nike logo was just um used a couple of seasons ago. But now there's just, you know, there's a little bit of dark blue in the cuff. But other than that, it's just blue and white. And it just, it just it's just a nothing. It's just an off-the-shelf kit. I just, it's such a shame because they've done so, on the pitch, they've done well. But, all, you know, off the pitch, you know, their look. They've had really nice kits the last couple of years. And I really like last season's kit. This is just, you know, such a kind of step down from what I would expect. And it'll be... Disappointing to see this kit on European nights for their first European adventure.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, clean yeah. and classic doesn't doesn't need to be boring, does it? So why have they given them this? It's almost as if they took last year's as a starting point and said, let us take away anything interesting about this kit, and they can mm. have that.
1: Yep.
3: Yeah, I kind of like the navy, but it would have been better if they had brightened the, <laughs> pardon the, the pun, the dim, dim on the blue. Rather than having the the royal is just a bit bit too dark, and it, it's it's a template that doesn't work with stripes. So, Les, what are your choices?
0: Well, as much as I'm excited about the possibilities of of Hull City in Kappa, I I'm also mourning the loss of Umbro a bit. So when Boston United released an Umbro kit in amber and black, and furthermore that shirt is based on the 1988 home which in turn is the same template as England used in 1988. The stub collar, the placket, the beautiful jacquard weave of the split glossy and matte diamonds. It felt like one of those bullseye look at what you could have won moments and it really made me long to still be with Umbro. You've you've mentioned Boston's away kit Dennis but I, th- I think both of them have got a, a, a late 80s feel. I think they're both great and I know our National League's kits will probably get lost in the new cycle of Nike and Adidas kit release hype but uh, I really like it so Boston home for me I'm going to be greedy and, and go for a bonus one because I, I mentioned a, a little bit of trepidation about Kappa making our kits and oddly it's not Kappa UK but it's Kappa Turkey and I don't really know how that works out I, I know why it's because our owner runs that license but um, they've given us a new third kit And it's all blue. It's like an azure to ultramarine blue, I'd say. And it's got amber trim. And I think it's absolutely
1: lovely. And that's helping me overcome the Boston envy. It did look good in action when they wore it at the weekend, I've got to say. It looked really nice. Yeah, what a bizarre game that was.
0: It it was decided that we'd play Grimsby away for two hours and we'd play four quarters. So I don't know who the quarterbacks in that game was, uh, but very bizarre
3: would it improve or worsen that blue kit if there was a little bit of black trim?
0: I think because we've gone with amber numbers and the sponsors depicted in amber, I don't really think we need anything else other than the two colours. So so I'm not too bothered about having a a third trim colour in it. You would normally expect the the numbers to be white and then perhaps you think, oh, maybe it needs a little bit more of that. So uh, no, I'm quite quite happy with with the two colours and the blue's actually quite similar to the the city's civic coat of arms so it, it sort of works in that sense too this the coat of arms yeah. is, is blue and gold and you're replacing gold with amber which is the club's colour but I, I just think that works really well are you sure that's entirely by accident but it, it works nonetheless
1: it's a colour combo i don't think i've seen before as well i think it's it's lovely it's really, it works really well as for a, a kit
0: I'm horrified by. We've we've talked about kit design becoming a little bit simpler, and I also like sponsorless shirts as well. But I must say that tap that Nike have supplied Chelsea with is just absolute rubbish. I've already said clean and simple design doesn't need to be insipid, but that Chelsea shirt is, and and beyond the shirt as well, there's that irritating example of. A kit supplier coming up with a narrative and then pushing it to absolute breaking point. To say that's related to the 1997 Umbro kit. Well, if it is, it's in the most minor way possible. They've taken the the pattern that was under the arms and they've relegated it to the to the sleeve trim. Well, you know, that, that's that's not a great example of saying this is a homage to a 90s kit. I mean, you look at that Bologna Macron kit that that's just come out. That executes a tribute to 90s kits absolutely perfectly. But I just think this Chelsea and Nike fair is pitiful. And don't get me started on iridescent quests. I don't think they're a good thing. I think that stuff belongs on My Little Pony pencil cases.
3: Uh, Daniel's story writing in the in i had an article uh, about us About it last week and, and basically how the Chelsea kit w- was not um, it, it wasn't really based on the 90s and he he pointed out that part of the bedroom with with posters up and i think he said it was atomic kitten with one of the posters on the wall but it was the atomic kitten lineup from the early 2000s you know that it just it it was just just summed up the kind of the the laziness of it that um you know it's just a half-hearted effort just to try to, like you say, fit the, this narrative.
1: I know they've got issues with their sponsor, but it just seems a very strange kit release, full stop. You know, I don't think anyone's seen anything of any other element of the kit. No one's seen the shorts, the socks, you know, because there's some is it gold detail on the cuffs, you know, you know, is that going to be incorporated throughout the shorts? Uh, you know, uh, You know, those little things, I don't know if they'll help, but it just seems just a very bizarre kit launch. From you know, from everything with really, it, including the kit itself. Wake up, not be a Come on, get your shirt. Get your shirt.
2: not try hard to be a get your, shirt. Get your shirt.
3: Thanks to Raymond for appearing on this episode. Thanks to you for listening. The Football Kit Podcast will return.